Happy Friday, powerful leaders, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am so excited for this new episode because the guest that I'm interviewing today, I met her through the Ashy Rises conference. We're actually speaking on the same panel at the conference that's happening at the end of this month in Calgary, Alberta. There's still time to join us and watch us speak on stage. Just check out the link in the description if you are curious about the event at all. It's going to be freaking amazing. Come get in the room filled with amazing women entrepreneurs and really learn from each other and network and connect. It's going to be so fun, so life-changing. So this next guest is a soul evolution guide, new earth architect and seven-figure leadership and business mentor for conscious female entrepreneurs. And she's also a podcaster, best-selling author, international speaker, and she is just an amazing human being. So without further ado, please welcome Jenna Faye Maiden. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Jenna. Hey, girl. Hey, so pumped to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. <laughs> Same. So feel free to share with us who is Jenna, what do you do, and what got you into what it is that you do? Yeah, I will. I'll do my best to give the short version of this I feel like I'm such a multi-dimensional person and, and like most of us have been on a journey and an evolution yeah. to where I am today but the short the short quick and dirty is my name as you said is Jenna and I run a business a brand a movement called soul meat strategy which is all about empowering conscious female leaders to expand themselves and their business in a really nourishing in a really aligned really sustainable kind of way because one thing I have really seen in this industry is a lot of confusion and mm. a lot of overwhelm a lot of burnout so I feel like my mm. role is to help things be easier for women and also to work with them on who they're really becoming in the mm. process so that they have a sustainable business so that that's a little bit of what I'm up to Girl, you speak my language. 
<laughs> yeah, I did a post in my group today about that, you know, like the whole hostile culture and like, you know, it's not necessary to burn yourself into the ground to be successful, you know? <laughs> That's the thing. And, you know, a lot of us low key, I feel, believe that even if we're not thinking yeah. that we're leading ourselves. And I know for me, I was able to get myself to a point of six figures a year and I could do it, but it wasn't really sustainable and I didn't really feel that good. And the thing that allowed me to grow to seven figures was definitely not just working harder and mm. secretly hustling, that's for sure. Mm, exactly. So what are the things would you say that helped you get there? Ooh, good question. Good question. Good follow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I really feel for me, it was a couple of key things. I think for one was mm. simplicity because I mm. was really overcomplicating my business and it mm. wasn't bad or wrong, but at least for me, I was launching so many different things, creating so much and it's like you can only do so much with so many hours in the day. So I was kind of capping myself because I was doing so much client delivery and then big launches that required me to design whole new programs and stuff. And I'm such a creator and innovator. Don't get me wrong. I love to create. But the thing that really allowed me to step into the next level was actually kind of doing less and doing those things that I am doing better and better and really refining mm -hmm. stuff instead of kind of jumping from thing to thing, both in terms of offers, but also in terms mm -hmm. of marketing, where I was for a point trying to be in all the places, but maybe not that mm -hmm. present or consistent on all of the places. So yeah, for me, as I simplified how many things I'm selling, how often I'm actually yeah. selling them, how consistent I'm being on the places I'm in so mm -hmm. I could actually be all in on those places, like mm -hmm. things really started to shift and move for me. Yeah, I love that you say that. I feel like we've been like so conditioned to mm -hmm. be like mm -hmm. online and being everywhere and doing all the things. <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's really about like finding those places where you're the most light up and you're the most authentic and you're having the most fun and that you have already mastered and truly like simplifying everything else. <laughs> yeah. And, and to me, I feel like I, I actually started to approach my business from a place of it being fun mm. and something that's creative expression and mm. not just me being an overworked employee in my own corporate ladder you know like I started to really stay in my own lane and drop all the FOMO that can happen in this industry and you know focused on long-term mentorship focused on really executing and implementing things versus mm. the overcomplicated stuff that can happen where we're looking for this crazy mm. answer outside of ourselves when realistically exactly. I think it's like the basics are the things that work but oftentimes we haven't fully applied the basics yeah go back to the basics for sure <laughs> thank you for that reminder like we sometimes go out there and overthink things you know and yeah definitely yeah um, absolutely And I also know you talk about like self-liberation and soul expression and and you're really about like that soul journey as well as the success of it. 
So like where where does the soul piece come in play in all of this? Mm, yeah. Good points. Good. I'm glad you brought this up because I do feel at least in my work, but I see this in the mm. industry as a whole for feminine leaders and women stepping into their next level that if we're too just in our head, you know, thinking mm-hmm. of the tangible practical what do I need to do kind of stuff and we don't take into consideration our emotions how we feel how our body on a somatic level is responding to things but also on a soul level of our higher selves our intuition of how we Mm. really feel about things then I think we're missing a huge part of the point and this is also why oftentimes I'll see people feeling like they're doing all the right things but it's not working and it's because they they aren't actually in alignment with themselves so even though they're showing up they're doing all the things there's a part of them in their soul that's basically saying no please don't like don't do this you know and they they haven't really bridged the gap for themselves Mm. to not feel like they're over committing or too much responsibility or whatever whatever is there on the deeper level if we're not connecting in with that and if we don't feel safe within our business Mm. to truly be who we want to be and take up space in that to me we can only have a certain level of success before we're going to cap ourselves because we're Mm. either going to be bored or people just aren't going to be as magnetized to us because we're not actually being the embodiment of who we really came here to be so that's a big part of what I feel Mm. soul and self-liberation really represents because I know so many of us in the business world we we created businesses because we want to help people and have financial freedom but usually because we want to use our gifts and be who we want to be and not be Mm. trapped in some sort of corporate structure so to me if we're not actually allowing ourselves to be who we came here to be then we're, we're missing a big part of the puzzle Wow, you said it so beautifully. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I am speechless. Like, this is exactly what I've been trying to articulate all this time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad we get to do it together. Yeah, like that embodiment piece is so vital. I feel like you got to really truly be in tune, you know, with that intuition and that inner guidance like that's really your soul talking to you and I know it might seem like woo woo a little but like it's so crucial to listen to that voice you know it is and the more we listen to it the louder it gets I don't know about you for a long time though I Mm -hmm. I couldn't even really feel or hear my intuition because I was so conditioned to Mm. work and to operate in a in a specific kind of way that I didn't really know what I wanted. And I think this ripples out into a lot of different areas like business. Yes. But I often see the parallels in dating. I see it in friendship. I see it in just day to day life where oftentimes people ask us, what what do you really want? And we haven't really allowed ourselves to dream. We haven't really allowed ourselves to tune in for Mm. whatever reason that we have. But if we don't start to cultivate that, because I really do find it's a practice It comes really naturally and a lot of us are really strong at it but for many of us it's something that we actually have to kind of unravel and Mm. dive into in order to be more in tune with our own divine guidance that we have which can show up in so many ways it's kind of being able to be aware 
if we're jumping into say a coaching program for the right Mm -hmm. reasons that is Mm -hmm. truly coming from an empowered place or is it coming more from you know our ego that is trying to find a band-aid solution so I really do Mm -hmm. feel like it ripples out into so many areas girl (laughs) say it louder So do you know, like, have like specific practices that you do to grow that inner guidance? Yeah, for me, I've never been a huge meditator, like the kind of person that's just yeah. just sitting in silent meditation. I do really find that guided meditations are good for me, you know, just short ones, like even mm. just pulling ones off YouTube or yeah. Insight Timer, wherever, where you can just grab, you know, a five or a 15 minute intuitive kind of um, practice like something just to help help guide it because again I find like we're so in our head it's like am I doing this right (laughs) so (laughs) I I like to like work the tools and do those kind of practices and also I find another really big one is journaling too and Mm. and just being simple with it it's not like we need to write down and say what is my intuition telling me I mean that's totally not wrong to do that but I oftentimes will open up a piece of paper and literally just write what's up (laughs) and then (laughs) see what comes through below it, you know, and not try to like filter and Mm. self-censor and just see what's there. And and once we allow that channel to open and things to come through, Mm. oftentimes there's things illuminated that we didn't even really know were there. And I feel like the more we find practices that work for us, but then be consistent in doing it you know whether we're talking EFT tapping if it's hypnosis if it's a coaching session you know whatever whatever it is that works for us then being committed to deepening that practice because yeah a lot of us have suppressed it for a long time so it doesn't always come back overnight yeah oh and it's that consistency piece that you talk about like that's the key right here because yes, you can like meditate or journal like once a week, but then if you do it like regularly, that's where the magic truly lies. I feel like a hundred percent. Yeah. I love that. So I asked this to everyone who comes on the show and I'm curious to know your answer for you. What does it mean to be a powerful leader? Ooh, love this question. <laughs> uh, I I feel in my head, I kind of dissect it where I think, okay, there's two mm-hmm. words here. There's powerful mm-hmm. and there's leader. So to me, powerful is an embodiment state of being mm-hmm. in our power. And that to me means that we're in alignment. We're feeling confident. We're coming from a place of what really excites us and tapping into this energy of, of being kind of like unwavering in our commitment, mm. our vision of, of what it is that we're doing, even if sometimes it's hard, even if there's the highs and lows, like we're, we're committed to being in our power versus being in like a victim state or, you know, just mm. staying stagnant, not making the moves. And to me, like that's a big part of the leadership piece is that we're willing to lead ourselves so that we can lead others because I, I feel like effective leadership starts with us first and foremost, ourselves, and it can ripple out into leading other people, guiding other people. But I feel like the best way to do that is to be in our power and also to be holding a vision and commitment to the leadership aspect of it as well. 
Mm, yes. I love the unwavering part that you yeah. talked about. Oh my gosh. Like I could like write a book about this. Like you should. Honestly, <laughs> like, yeah. Like honestly, like before like all of this, like a few years back, like I was so like in my head and every time something happened, I would waver. Like my confidence would waver if it was like less clients or less money or whatever it was, I was not truly being in that power, like staying under wavering. So I like that you say that because when you truly are in that place where you feel so confident and you're like, yes, like I know what I'm doing. I know what my vision is. I know I have so much to give and I know this is working out. Like everything is always working out for me oh my gosh, like you are unstoppable, right? <laughs> 100%, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I love that you said that. It's so, so good. <laughs> <sighs> so I want you to share with us like a story or a time where you felt that exact way, like where you felt yourself like shift and being like, yes, like this is me, this is who I am and how powerful that realization was. Oh gosh, there has been so many, Anna. I'm like, which one, which one do I pick? Because there's been a lot of these like sink or swim kind of moments. There's been a lot of moments where I've had to really redirect and and come back into mm-hmm. my power. The the one of the biggest ones that comes up for me is this was back in 2019, and I was on my first or second six figure year in my business and. I was operating from a completely different space up until that point Mm. of kind of like hustle. People could book in with me literally 24 seven. I was taking calls at like 3 AM because (laughs) I wanted to be available. Um, And, you know, on paper or online, it looked like I was living this really great life because I had started digital nomading, had, had built a six figure business, but I ended up going into really big adrenal fatigue Mm. and burnout and I wanted to just kind of like burn it all down and to some to some level I did because from there I made some huge shifts in my business but although I did change how I was operating my business you know I was no longer available 24 7 etc etc I I most importantly when I think back to that time I really shifted my commitment to how I was actually operating my business Mm. in terms of my my energy management and putting myself before my business and realizing that my business is something that I I can co-create and I didn't really need to mother it anymore I kind of think of our businesses as their own entity and so Mm. when they're coming into the world we're like birthing them and they're in their infancy and they do like babies (laughs) need a lot of time love energy money um but sometimes we keep treating our business like they're still in that infancy and we're like micro mothering it, even though it's now an adolescent or a teenager (laughs) or an adult. And so, yeah, I mean, at that point, my business was not a baby infant anymore. And so I realized like I could start to treat my business different and my dynamic with it. Mm. And I really stepped into my power looking back at that point in how I was leading. And that totally shifted to the kind of clients I was working with and also Mm. moving into that next level of cash flow in the business as well yeah because there comes a time too in your business where you know it's not about like how how do I get a client anymore it's more about like how do I sustain it right 
it's more like I already have like the visibility and, and, and the presence and people know who I am. They know my brand. So it's like more about like, how do I amplify it even more and, and keep that consistency? Exactly. And it's the consistency piece because most of us, you know, we're, we're doing things that we can't actually really sustain. And mm-hmm. that's where I've so realized that less is more. And while I mean, I have had a lot of success in my business, I, I feel like I've had to stay in my own lane and not worry too much about what other people are doing. Because mm. I see those rocket ship stories in the industry where people go from zero to 100 overnight. But I've also <laughs> seen in my almost decade in this industry, a lot of those people, you know, they're not around anymore, because they mm. couldn't, they couldn't hack it. It wasn't something that they could maintain. This is deep right here. (laughs) I see it too. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like people think this is easy and it's going to be like overnight because there are people who skyrocket overnight, but it's not like the typical journey of everyone else, you know? And the, the thing that you said too, like not comparing or not looking at what everyone else is doing too, because we're all in our own unique journeys. And that's the beauty of it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My heart is so like, yes, 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 yes. This is it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're feeling the vibes. Yeah, for sure. So tell us more. I want to know like one, you know, story or journey or a client success story that would be great like to see how your clients have evolved working with you because I know you're amazing so feel free to brag a little you know (laughs) thanks Ooh, I'm like who do I pick there's been there's been some some real favorites you know the one of the first women that comes to my mind is is one of my clients Shannon and we started working Mm -hmm. together geez, I guess it was 2021. A lot of my clients stay with me for years in not a codependent kind of way, but more (laughs) of the long-term mentorship where they're continuing to grow and evolve. And I really believe when we have people in our corner who get us, you know, so many of us as women, like we don't want to coach hop and jump from Mm. thing to thing. We want people who are going to really intimately know our business and work with us. And that's, that's really what it's been like with Shannon. And when she came to me, She has a really amazing feminine embodiment coaching kind of business um, with varying levels of success when she came to me. But she also really early on to our work together decided she wanted to start a publishing business. And her past mentors had said like, no, you can't do both, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And, you know, a lot of women come to me because they they do. They're multi-passionate. They want to do a lot of different things. So, of course... I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's figure it out because there's always a how, there's always a way to make these things work and synergize together Mm -hmm. and to kind of merge our passions under one umbrella. So anyways, yeah, she launched that publishing business that was back in 2021 and went on to have 111K year in that first year in her publishing business. And you know, she's been onwards and upwards ever since. She's created over 200 authors since then and you know so so much magic and amazing stuff um, out there and is now also collaborating with other publishers that are connected Mm -hmm. to Hay House and I'm in an Oracle deck that she's creating that's coming out soon and it's just so cool to see like the ripple you know of, of dreams like actually coming true but also to see her 
do and walk the unconventional path, even if people say like, no, it can't work. Like she, she chose for it to work and stepped into that powerful leadership space. And because she was believing in it, you know, it is working. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's an amazing story. (laughs) Thanks for asking. Yeah, for sure. Like anytime someone tells me you cannot do it, I'm like, watch me do it. (laughs) Totally. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. That was beautiful. Of course. So I know after hearing this, people will be like, how can I work with Jenna? She's awesome. Like, (laughs) where can people go, connect with you, learn more about your services? Yeah. So I hang out online as we all do. And I mostly am on Facebook and Instagram. And Facebook, it's my name, Jenna Faye Madden. And Instagram is my brand name, Soulmate Strategy, which is also my TikTok. It's my podcast name. It's my website. Mm. Um, So if you look up Soulmate Strategy, you'll find me in all the places. And the big thing with me is I love to actually make connections and relationships. So if you were listening to this and it vibed, then let's let's (laughs) be friends. Reach out. (laughs) Yes, go reach out. Jenna is amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me here today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.